Today's episode of Titus and Tate is brought to you by T-Mobile for Business. At T-Mobile for Business, unconventional thinking means they see things differently. So you can focus on what matters most. That's why they become the leader in 5G, number one in customer satisfaction, and a partner who includes 5G in every plan. So you get it all. Unconventional thinking from T-Mobile for Business. Open Signal Awards T-Mobile is America's fastest 5G network. 5G user experience report July 2021. Capable device required. Coverage not available in some areas. Some uses may require certain planner features. See T-Mobile.com for J.D. Power 2020 award information. Visit JDPower.com slash awards. On today's episode of Titus and Tate, the Amani Bates mystery continues. Oh my gosh. Well, I'm so excited for this season of Amani Bates. We're, maybe two seasons. He can't go pro, right? He can't go to the NBA after we this year. We have spent an entire offseason committed to Amani yep. Bates content. And we were worried as we headed into the season because James Wiseman, he did this to us before. He teased us yep. in the offseason. Yep. We didn't get delivered in the natural season, in the actual season. But now we have hope with Amani Bates. Amani Bates cannot go to the NBA after this season, correct? He has to go to the G League, yes. But even even if he could, after the, the whole reason we're talking about mm. it is because Memphis just had their pro day and Amani woof, woof. Yes. Uh, some some not great numbers came out from the Amani Bates pro day. But the question is, do numbers lie? Because we've always heard this that they is, don't, but I, I think they may lie I, in this case. Right. And I think um, America was quick to pile on. Uh, that was my first instinct when I saw yep. this. I was like, oh, this kid sucks. Like, let's let's kill him for yes. like, why did we hype this kid up? Mm-hmm. But you and I are smarter than the state. Mm-hmm. We, we after that initial thing went away the initial shock factor, we thought about it. And we're like, there's something going on here. Yes. And we're going to hash out what exactly yes, is going on Yes, you have a theory. Here. I have yes, a theory. Yes, Together, we'll yes. figure something out. But we, but we know this. The, theory, <laughs> the, the, the story they're putting forth is not the real story. That's not the real story. There's not the you real story. <laughs> there's something going on. Uh, we're going to talk about that. Speaking of uh, weird stories and not being the real story and who the hell knows what's going on, mm. uh, Kanye West is apparently the, the number one recruiter in college basketball right now. And I am way too old and way too white to understand what the hell is going on with this. Yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna have to have you're gonna have to explain this to me why five star basketball players are joining Kanye's cult basically. Yes, there is a uh, my favorite player in the state of North Carolina, the next Allen Iverson, as he's been dubbed by many people uh, in the basketball circles, has decided to up and leave Jeff McGinnis, who used to be a point guard in North Carolina, his program to go play at Donda Academy. And Titus, as you and I know, we live in L.A. Yeah, there's no such thing as Donda Academy. <laughs> it does not exist. Uh, so Bishop Sycamore of the West Coast. We're going to see what that looks like. We're going to talk about that. Uh, also, um, <laughs> then we got other stuff to talk about. I, I won't tell you. We'll get, we'll get to well, it. Well, you went to Texas a I went to Texas a You A&M. saw Alabama go down. Speaking of Colts, I, uh, I experienced <laughs> one of the strongest Colts in, in all of college sports. Yeah, yeah, this could have been the... Uh, yes, it was... Uh, <laughs> we spent four days in College Station, which is three and a half days too long, yeah. I'd say. But uh, we had a great time. Boy, did we have a great time. It feels like Vegas where there's like an hour rule of how yeah. long you can yeah. be in College yeah. Station. You're just like, keep, you keep checking your watch. And you're like, it's been 19 Eight hours. hours. Let's get, yeah, <laughs> get out of here. Uh, no, we had a great time. I'll talk about it a little bit. Can't um, wait. But mostly on the docket today, Amani Bates and Kanye West, uh, because, you know. Welcome to college welcome basketball. To college basketball. Biggest stars in the football. world. That's what we have here. All that coming up, but first. Woody Durham. He takes the timeout. Technical out foul. Timeout. Technical foul. Technical foul. All right, out, out of the gate, Tate, you gotta, we got to explain why we didn't do a show on Friday. Yes. You want to explain to the people what happened there? I mean, as I take a deep breath, it hurts. You know what I mean? Uh, Titus, you know this. I play in a, in a Santa Monica men's league basketball uh, every Thursday, 7 or 8 o'clock, depending on the game. 
But two weeks ago, this happened two weeks ago, we play a team, and I, I, I'm not even kidding. It was about four DeMontes Sabonises and then one other <laughs> point guard. Let's call him Jeff McGinnis. So it's Jeff McGinnis and four six nine guys. I'm 6'2". What what level of league is this? This like is what, like the B what, league. What what is the so what what are this is like a little bit of you played like high school level and like a little bit after you a know skosh I mean? of college a skosh you just got a skosh because we got some we got some ringers you know what I mean yeah this is, you know so there's like a couple I was supposed to be one of your you ringers, were supposed to be a ringer yeah yeah yes. but I, I can't do it because because you're in the, college the, station yeah, you know I'm, not full picture right yes so you're not there yeah. and if you were there maybe you're guarding one of these Demontes Sabonis yeah. and playing the four I had to shift down to the four I'm not a four I'm a two. So I don't want to be at the four. I'm a two. I'm a two. <laughs> I'm not a four. By the way, I'm not a four. I'm a two. Is like got to be the most said sentence in pickup basketball history. Exactly. Like every guy is like, I'm not a. You're like, I'm like Greg Oden. You're seven foot tall. You, yes. I, you literally are an all American center. He's yes. like, I'm a two now, baby. Yeah. <laughs> if you play pickup with Greg, he's everybody's a two because yeah. they want to be the shooting guard. You yeah. know what I mean? And that's what I'm here to do. I'm here to shoot. That's my job. Demonte Sabonis goes up. Knees me. So like I I I go up to block the six nine man. Yeah. I'm not tall enough to do that. So I, I reach like Michael Jordan in Space Jam. And I'm as I'm pulling and shredding the muscle that I feel shredding, he, he rams into me all 260 pounds of him. So I have pulled muscle on top of bruising. So I'm not sure, but I think I may have broken a rib. I have not gone to the doctor yet. Uh no, I, you don't go to the doctor. I don't go to the doctor. Yeah, and even if I did, doctor. they'd be like, You broke a rib. Yeah. It's kinda like when you break your toes, yeah. they're like, get over it. It'll yeah. it'll heal. Let the body happen. <laughs> So I wake up on Friday. So then the next week I play after this injury and I'm like, it'll be fine. I'll get over it. Adrenaline will carry me through. I get through about three plays. Can't breathe. I'm also wearing a mask. So I'm just like, I'm You got to wear a mask to play. Yeah. That's the other part of this. Yeah. So you're already like limited breathing. Right. So now you throw in a broken rib. Now it's all chaos. I woke, I woke up on Friday morning. I, t I texted you and Jim. You guys are coming off a honky tonk. And I was just sure, like, yeah. I, I can't breathe. Like I, I sincerely, yeah. I was worried about because it hurts to laugh, hurts right. to cough. And I was thinking to myself, if you start telling me a story about a hockey talk, about, about Jim at a hockey talk, I'm laughing. You know what I mean? It's going to be painful, and I don't need that in my life. So and it was casual Friday anyway. So we had to take. We're, a break. we're sorry. That's, we, the, that's we, the full story. Listen, we. I, I feel bad because we are the hardest working men in show business. Mm -hmm. That's what everyone says about us. Uh, <laughs> and and you, we have a reputation to uphold. But uh, yeah. Yeah, you, you said that. You're like, I can't even, I can barely breathe, much less talk, much less laugh, yes. all that sort of stuff. And usually I would, I I would uh, pressure you into doing the show anyway. I'd be like, no, we'll just, let's just do the show. And then like, you can just moan on air about mm -hmm. how much it hurts to mm -hmm. even. That's what I'm doing today. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but that, but, but your text was music to our ears. Cause yeah, we were, we were in college station and uh, we got, we got sucked into going to a, like, not really sucked. Like I, I wanted to go. Uh-huh. We went, we went to you became a text. Bar. You became yeah. like a different Textitis. character. Yeah. Textitis. <laughs> different character. At your sir. I just tip my cap. I feel weird not having the cowboy hat on, by the way. I get we we went all in on it. Uh J Jim, by the way, what was your what was your we, we never really did talk about it. Your your impressions from uh this was Jim Cunningham's first experience at like a true country. Have you have you been Tate? You've been to a country bar, right? Where yes. they do line dancing. Yes, and, yes, yes. And uh it's just like a bunch of dudes in cowboy. I've hats never and, been to college station though. Yeah, so, yeah. I, so I should say that so it might be a little bit different. This was your first time going to a, a place like that Jim. this was my first time hearing country music <laughs> ever pretty much i mean you're a new yorker i was shazamming songs and, and titus was going crazy like that's garth brooks i'm like i don't know who that is what are you talking about it was a good time though right the, oh yeah the absolutely yeah. yeah i couldn't really see anything with all the cowboy hats very yeah 
Really? Did you? He didn't have. What's hat it like on? seeing a movie like no, at like, the movie theater with all these cowboy hats yeah, on? Yeah, <laughs> he felt like he felt like we were just at the set of Roadhouse. Yeah. Oh yeah, that, it looked exactly like there, that. There's a bunch of pool tables, and you could just see Jim's like looking over his shoulder, just expecting a guy to take a pool cue and just like break it over someone. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And, it, and everyone just keeps playing pool, and he's like, this is weird. It's going to happen. I know yeah. it's, I've seen the movie. They're going to do it at some point. He does it first to get ahead of it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and the only people not wearing cowboy hats, besides myself, were cadets. Like, guys oh, in yeah. full fatigues. Do you want to do... do so it was just like, it, it was a very, should we know, do a small different talk, right? different than what I was used to. Should we do a quick Texas a recap? Because we might as well. Let's do a quick recap before we get, because, you know, we'll, we'll get to Imani and, 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 and Kanye in a second. But... uh Texas A&M, like th this is the joy of going to these places, Tate, is that um, I obviously we, we we have followed college basketball whole lives. We've done a lot of traveling, but mm -hmm. um, the, the most of the programs that are good at college basketball are not good at college football. So yes. the places that I have been in this stupid career of mine and stupid life of mine uh, are are not the I haven't been to LSU before. Mm -hmm. I haven't been to Texas A&M before. Um, I've never been to Norman, Oklahoma, you know, so like th mm -hmm. this has been fun for me because then I can like absorb, I can absorb the information from the campus, even though it's a football visit. Does it I make kind you of feel better it. quickly, but does it make you feel better about Ohio State as a football school? Has it emboldened your opinion? That yeah, it's the best? a little bit. Okay, a li that's but good. Th but the, you know, there are a lot of traditions at these other places that I like. Like okay. LSU is cool. L Tiger Stadium at night is everything. Oklahoma bit. was the one that I thought might get you, where you're like, I, I this I like, might be the one. Yeah, yeah, I liked Oklahoma a lot. Um, Texas A&M is a cult. <laughs> Absolutely, it's literally a cult. And I've I've thought about this long and hard because we were there for a long time. And what happens is uh, the whole the whole purpose of these trips is like, can there be good cults? You know what I mean? Exactly. That's, that's, the question. that's what I'm trying to yeah, get yeah, to, yeah. Tate, is like the whole purpose of these trips is like we have to pander to the places we go. Uh -huh. So like I have to go all in, which is why I bought the cowboy get up and I'm trying to be like a, a, an authentic <laughs> Texan. I'm not, but it's funny, whatever. Um, and we're there for four or five days. I mean, we're there for a long, long ass time. And yeah. by the end of the trip, by the time they, they, they beat Alabama and I, and we're rushing on the field and I'm jumping up and down and I'm looking around. I'm the only guy that's like over t me and Jim are the only two people older than like 22 out on the field. Mm -hmm. jumping up and down. <laughs> like I'm way too old to be out here. What the hell is going on? Um, as all of this is going on, we, we go, we, we, we then go to the tailgate, uh, after the game, we, we go to like a post game tailgate where yeah. people are just giving us beer and food and like, we're having a great time johnny football's and there by the way johnny football's yeah. there chris middleton's there oh i love to see it. uh and 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 i'm saying to myself i was like the entire time i've been here i've hated this place because it's weird it's a cult and i'm like we're gonna get to a little bit of why it's a cult in a second um <laughs> but i kind of love it now and i was like what happened and i, and, and I think it's i think it's because they won um <laughs> but then it, it's been messing me up because like on the flight back and then all the, the the time i've had since then i've been thinking about like where i land on whether like I'll put it this way. It's definitely a cold. It's hundred percent a cold. Yeah. The question becomes, do I have a responsibility? <laughs> do those of us outside of the cult have a responsibility to do something, to intervene, yes. to save these people yes. that are stuck in this cold? Mm -hmm. And I think I've ultimately landed on, no, I don't think we do. No, I think let them be. Yeah. I think you let them be. I don't think this is like, cause, cause there can be good cults. I think there can be good cults. Uh, like when when we, when I was watching, you remember the Wild Wild Country? I was going to say. I mean, I, we've seen it. It started out. It seemed like it was working well. You know, that's how I felt. That's my final recap of like the whole Texas A&M experience. Was like the first. How many episodes was it? Like six of Wild Wild yeah, Country? Maybe more. Maybe eight. The Bogwan. It was like eight episode run of that series. Yes. And like the first six and a half episodes, you're like. It's they just get together and have sex with each other. Yeah, it's, this is awesome. What a, this is great. Yeah, and party. I like this. Like, yeah. what's wrong with this cult? 
And then the last uh, couple episodes kind of yeah. falls apart. You're like, yeah. But I think that's where I was at with Texas A&M. I was like, I mean, it's obviously a cult, but like, who, who are they hurting? It's uh-huh. fun. It's a good time. <laughs> Who's the leader? Who is their Bogwan? We the asked that. We asked that. We, we were asking people. Nobody like, would answer. I said L. Ron Hubbard, and they just left it off. Yeah. The the oh, wow. uh, <laughs> the the, the Bogwan, I think, is the dog. I think it's that oh, dog. Oh, that checks they out. Have, this is honest to God the truth. This blew my mind. By the way, if you, if you know nothing about Texas A&M, I, what I knew going in was that I, I knew the 12th man. Yes. Uh, I knew that that existed. They have the best student section or they think they have. But I thought I thought like the quote unquote cult part was like the Texas A&M football people are like the Duke basketball people. Yeah, Where yeah, they're yeah. just like, they just kind of go, they, they, it's like 20% too much. And you're like, you're trying a little too hard. Yeah. And we'll make fun of you. But that's just basically it. I did not you're know. You're crazies. Yes. I did not know that they literally Nerds. do not boo, that they hiss. Which was Jim's favorite thing. They, like they, they do like this. They put their hands like this serious? and go. Because booing isn't classy. Boo, booing's not classy. This but is hissing classy. and spitting all over the place is <laughs> during a pandemic. They have oh the, uh, my the, God. the yell leaders, which the guy went the guy went viral like the week yeah, before yeah, we were. Yeah, I saw this the, guy. Yeah. The, <laughs> the, no, that video went the, out like right as you guys are yeah, going yeah, there. Yeah. I was like, what? I was like, what is happening? Um, there there are there are a million <laughs> Where different. Are they going? There are a million different things. Too. Like it's a military school that's not actually a military school, so they have all these like military things and then, yeah. And then oh yeah, uh, none of those guys actually end up serving for yeah, the country. And, yeah, and I so, asked that too. I'm like, what? what so do you these mean guys they all serve? serve? I thought that was the whole point. No, all, all those soldiers on the field with us when we ran on the field, nobody's seeing action. <laughs> what do they like, do? Like most of them are. No, they're serving. just like pretending. It's, are, right? it's cosplay. Some of them are going to serve. I supposedly, think. maybe. Supposedly, like some, maybe. <laughs> but it, but it's got the whole. Yeah, right. <laughs> are you kidding me? It's it's cosplay, dude. Like yeah, army. You, you feel like you're at, like the army navy game. Yeah, I mean, like, my <laughs> grandparents like a, like navy and army both represented both fought World War Two. Yes. World War Two. Like I I assume that the cadets are cadets. What they're, are you telling me? They're in costume. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's one oh, speaking yeah. of cosplay there's oh, a so uh i am i am mind blown by the hissing by the way i mean that's i still haven't gotten over that that's what they do okay yeah um they all have the class rings which i think i kind of knew about but i didn't realize like everybody wears them yeah so, like every old that's person, like a high school thing in north yeah, carolina they yeah. all wear their class rings and they they point out like and they, they everyone i talked to that was like older than 30 years old would introduce themselves and say class of whatever 87 yeah, yeah. class of 87, yeah even yeah. even the buildings where they uh, oh, yeah. they had donated, like say the Kyle family or whatever, it says like Kyle seventy eight. Yeah, like the Tate Frazier football facility. It would say Tate Frazier. Tate Frazier <laughs> toilets. Seven, yeah, fifteen. Yeah, Tate Frazier class of two thousand fifteen. Let's go. Yeah, it would say that on the building on the toilets. On so the actual th- there were there were a million different <laughs> things, dude. There's there's like a million of these traditions that like they 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 do like they they uh they do I this love, thing. With- I love tradition, by the way. So I, I'm not scoffing at tradition. I'm I'm now, blown away by these. This aren't even traditions. They're rules. I'm gonna tell you one more. Uh, they do they they do a whoop. Like that's like they're yeah. it's, it's like uh we, we thought it was like a stone cold. Yeah, deal it's like after you say something like. Some, if like someone, Ric Flair, like whoop. Yeah, like, or like, stone cold. Like you, you know, just cheer. Like yeah, we are the Aggies. Whoop. whoop. You know how like Stone Cold do a promo and people yeah. say what, they'll yell what yeah, 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 like when he yeah, pauses. Yeah. yeah, they were doing that, but they like would every do break, every beat. Like so during the during that midnight yell thing, which by the way, the biggest waste of time. <laughs> like I, I love I, I love you Aggies. Like everyone, like I had a great time. Uh, I'm gonna defend your Colt here in a second, but midnight yell. <laughs> here, here's my reaction. To midnight yell. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> um, yeah, midnight yell was stupid. But uh, was a, uh, big whoop. Is it? is it an hour? It's like an hour. 
Yeah. They told us a half hour. They lied. So, like, when the guy's talking, the guy's like, we're going to go out there and beat Bama. And then everyone goes, whoop. And then we're going to beat these guys. Whoop. And they just keep, like, whooping over and over. Is the football team there, by the way? No, of course not. So they they don't get to hear any of this. No, they don't care. So they're doing this. (laughs) But then... Then I then we come to find out that like not everyone's allowed to whoop. It's only like juniors and seniors, and the freshmen have to like. So only to seniors can go like this whoop and show their ring off going up. Uh, juniors, juniors have to whoop down. down, point their <laughs> fingers down. Yeah, dude. And drugs. freshmen and sophomores can't even whoop. So they what, say what, A. So what <laughs> happens if you guys whooped? They oh, did. They were, they were and they, they, they I did it at the live show. I just started going whoop, whoop. And, and like, like, no one cheered. They're like, what about whoop, whoop? And yeah. everyone just was like. You. Yeah, everyone's like, please don't. And you just see people just like convulsing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it was an actual please don't. It was an actual please don't instead of like sarcastic. Please oh, yeah. don't. It oh. was like really the, like, please the don't other, do that. The other thing we the other thing we pissed everyone off about was uh, <laughs> we didn't take our hats off. Oh, during yeah, during a midnight I, yell, I did. Uh, I did know this. Yeah. <laughs> people so, were yelling. So they're doing. Um, they're doing a deal, and like people are yelling at us to take our hat off. And I didn't realize they were yelling at us. They're like, they're like, un- they, they say uncover. That means take your hat off. Uncover. They're yelling uncover, and I'm looking around like, what, what the hell are they yelling at? And uh, who is the supreme leader? The dog, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> they, all <laughs> they all worship this dog. By the way, this, this is this is a public school in Texas, right? Like this is they're not a private school. Right. This is a this is like a And also you just confirmed that the military is not making these rules, right? <laughs> no. I mean, these are not military rules. No. <laughs> this is I'm I'm double checking. Yeah, it's a public land grant school. Like this isn't like a you know what I mean? So also uh, all the traditions only happen because if they happen twice, it's a tradition. Yeah, that's what they said. They're like <laughs> so <laughs> what? So the hat thing though, they're yelling at us to take our hat off, and I'm like are are they about to like play taps? Is it like yeah. did did a student die and we're now going to honor him? Did you have a cowboy him? hat on? Did, at yeah, this I had time? the cowboy yeah, hat nice. on. That's even funny. And the, I'm, I'm like, oh my god, this must be very serious that they're gonna they want us to take all their hat off. Uh, not the <laughs> nice. case. They they were just like singing like some song about like beating Texas or something. Okay, and they're swaying back and forth, and and they want me, an Ohio State grad who's just like here to like observe to take my hat off. Yeah, and that's how they get you in the cold. I think is because like once you. First, I take my hat off to yeah. appease them. Then I'm giving my wife to the oh, cult you're, you're, leader. You're the Scientology <laughs> you Center, and they're like, just take a seat and put these wires on you, and we're going to give you a quick test. So you're like, wait a <laughs> second. I don't want to test. What? Yeah. what? Oh, man. Uh, so, I'll, or whatever. Yeah, exactly. I'll, I'll bring it full circle and just say, um, I think the cold is good, though, because what I've realized after they beat Alabama, I was like, this is actually all kind of sick, because I think when you do all that stuff, and it works, and you win, and you beat Alabama, you and you have this it. moment, then you start believing that like some, there's something to it. So like I walked away from that experience, and I was like, all those yells that they practice, yeah. all the swaying, all that stuff, like that helped them win the football and game. And it's happened twice, because Johnny did it. and He did it in Tuscaloosa, though. But it's still, you but beat still, Alabama yeah, twice. You beat Alabama twice. That's a tradition. That's, tw- that's tradition. That's tradition. <laughs> yeah. What, what do you think, Jim? The, about, like, what, I'm in. What is, what I'm is going. your review of the cult of, uh, of Texas a Not my style. Yeah. I wish I had dressed as Turd Ferguson also oh, with the cowboy yeah. hat and everything. I think that would have went over well with oh those people. God. Not that they were allowed to watch Saturday Night Live anyway. I thought there were... Nobody curses. 
You know, yeah, you're no not even allowed to say much. like like uh, freshmen aren't allowed to say what were the other words. They're not even allowed to say like death, elephant, dead elephant. But, but I go back to I get that if you're at army or navy yeah. and the U.S. military is in charge, but you're telling me that the U.S. military has barely has any affiliation with this. With this. I, so again, who has made the rules? <laughs> who is making the rules? Dude, I was we asking. Know, this is very we asked. Of, we asked because there was a statue of one guy. And I said, who is that guy? And they said, they wouldn't answer. I said, L. Ron Hubbard. And they said, no, they laughed. And then they said the 12th man. The 12th man. Yeah, you're like, who's the 12th man? And it's a guy in just overalls. It's like the it's like their tomb of the unknown soldier. I, I think there. we're gonna That's get. The, I think this is my. The, we yeah. know too much. You guys uh, know too dude, much. We kind of do. <laughs> dude, they have the dead, They put the dead dogs outside oh, yeah. of the. I swear to God, <laughs> yeah, this is true. This is good. I saw it with my own Not eyes. Not dead, passed on. Passed on. No, Don't ascended to a higher <laughs> plane. Plane. The dogs that ascend, the mascots that ex- Reveille one through nine. Reveille one through that, nine. Yeah, this is wow. So the stadium, the like the gate of the stadium's here, Tate. Like ten yards away from the 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 north gate of the stadium is a plot of land where all the dogs are buried. And like the, a little the, island the, of grass. Uh, an island of grass, just right there. Yeah. And it's tilted towards the, like, it's tilted at an angle towards the stadium. So, like, the stadium's, like, here, and it's tilted this way. And they put right at the bottom of the tilt part a, a scoreboard that is wired into the stadium. And the idea is that all the dogs are now pointed towards the stadium so they can hear the roars of the crowd. And they have the scoreboard there so all the dead dogs know what the time and score is of the game. Yeah. I'm not kidding. And they have little gravestones. I saw this like with it my says, eyes. like, Reveille 1, <laughs> Reveille 2, Reveille 3, little headstones. And they're all facing a, a little scoreboard for dogs. So the dead, dead dogs, dogs. So the dead dogs can, <laughs> can follow the football game. Yeah. <laughs> And again, the As U.S. military tradition. has no affiliation <laughs> with this. No. <laughs> I, I am so, blown away. Anyway, uh, yeah, that was great. That was the uh, but but also I did meet a few people that were willing to say like, yeah, this is a cult. Like, they yeah, were shout out cult. to Tori and her family who took care of us Tori, after the game yeah, and everything. They they had a tailgate. Mikasa Sukas is what they called it. They, yeah, they awesome. Were, they were gave us more food and beer than we could. So they were in lots sixty amazing. or seventy. Yeah. I think sixty. They're all, they were awesome. They were yeah. great people. Amazing. Uh, Tori and her family. But they out. broke character for you guys? No, oh, yeah. yeah. Tori was cool. It wasn't even just them. There's a lot of people that were like... Two percenters. Like, yeah. I was like, this feels like a cult. And they're like, it's definitely a cult. And and I thought to myself, I was like, if they say it's a cult, does it make it a cult? Like, I mean, the, yeah, the people aware, inside the awareness, cult... Awareness makes it not a cult. Yeah. yeah. So it, it, it was Also, very, anyone who doesn't follow all those rules is called a two percenter. Yeah. Because 98% are diehard in yeah. there. Also, you're not allowed to sit. You're not allowed to sit down during the whole game. Yeah, they in don't the sit section. there in the whole game, the student section. I, yeah, yeah. But uh, uh, I want to talk to the people that- The two percenters that, that are openly two percenters? That are just like- I mean, that was like- Yeah, well, the, the, that are just like- Tori, but yeah. <laughs> I think she, no, she was a two percenter. She was wearing a ring, dude. Yeah, I know, but she kind of talked about the stuff being like I don't, a little no, nuts. No, I don't think I don't think if you think your school is crazy, that makes you a two percenter. I think it's like if you don't participate in any of it. Oh, that's it, just zero. I thought if you just didn't, if you miss one thing, you're. A do you think the two percent no. is more than two percent? That's the real yeah. question. It has to be. It has to be. Although everyone we talked to, you were asking like stuff they didn't like. No one would say no it because even as I was right. recruiting for the Dosecki's video hit, I was like, "Say your least favorite tradition." Like ah, 
Shucks, I can't think of one I don't like. That's crazy. Can't think of one I don't like. That's what they sing. I want to talk to the two percenters, though. Like the people that are that are like, here's a crazy idea. Yeah. Uh, I didn't come to school here for all this hokey pokey bullshit. Mm-hmm. I came to like go to the military. No, go to the military. I was gonna fight in the war. No, I I came to uh, get a degree and get laid while I'm here. And like, I don't want to on Friday nights uh. come to a stadium and swing back and forth and take my hat off at midnight on a Friday night, dude. Can you imagine college, North Carolina? You're Friday in college. Friday night, midnight. You're you're a junior at North Carolina, Tate. Mm. Junior year, Tate Frazier. <laughs> it's Friday night. You got a big football game tomorrow. You got Clemson's coming to town. <sighs> Everyone's out at the bar. Yeah, you're you're hammering bar beers. empties out. You're 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 macking on the babes. And then you look down at your watch and you see it's eleven forty five, and you're like, I gotta go. I gotta make it over to the stadium real quick so we can practice our cheers for tomorrow. <laughs> our yells. They're not cheers. They're yells. I, we were told I am that. still blown away that, so that the U.S. military is not involved. With By the way, what about that T-shirt where it said, give me some graduates from West Point, I'll win a battle. Give me some graduates from Texas A&M, I'll win a war. But you won't. Because they don't kill you Oh, they had the swords. The cadets had the swords, remember, what? on the sideline? Well, they listen to this. They were zip-tied closed. They couldn't take them out of their holders because a cadet once went crazy and tried to stab a cheerleader. That's a true story. Yeah. So there's a story. So the guys tra- showing us because we're like, can you take that out like, on the sideline? Twice it'd be tradition, so we <laughs> yeah. gotta make sure it's not tradition. Yeah, we, yeah. We asked him on the sideline. We're like, you gotta take that out, <laughs> and he's like, can't zip ties. And they're all zip tied close. Dude, every Hilarious. single person too took it very seriously when I would add, like I would make a joke, and because because in that situation, uh, there was a bad call because the bam the the refs were trying. Yeah, to the, the, yeah, they wanted bam it away. It was bad. Yeah. Uh, so there's a bad call, and I, the cadet just is like complaining. He turns to me. And I was just like, I was like, man, I'm gonna. I go. They they bet or no? There was a catch, and they were reviewing it. And AM caught it, and the guy was in bounds. But it was like they're like, we got to look. And they were showing the replay, and I was like, I swear to God, if they overturn that man, I'm gonna take your sword and go attack the refs or something. Like I said as a joke, and he's like, well, actually, uh, I'm, it's zip tied here because back in like '83, there's and he just tells me a story. But it was that way. No matter what you said about anybody, like like anytime you try to make a joke about any of the traditions, yeah. they'd be like, well, actually, uh, the reason we do this is because it's there's this. The dog told us not to. So anyway, I, I land on, I think ultimately I land on this Tate. Like I think every school, I think I'm in because I think every school is kind of a cult. I think if you All went to, said. if you went to Ohio state, we do OHIO around the yeah, state. Yeah, yeah. We have it, traditions. It cultish things to it. Yeah, we, we all have sure. our cults. They just like, they care more or something. I don't know. They're there, like, they're there like was also something brainwashed. Yeah. There was else. something sweet to watching like, all of them dancing on a Thursday evening, like in the dance lesson video that we filmed, we were in there and just like watching all of them look into each other's eyes. And it was just like really psychotic and scary, but also really cute. (laughs) (laughs) And endearing. Yeah. It was like the most innocent thing I've ever seen in my life. I was like, my God. Yeah. Endearing, sweet, like, uh, you know, like, of, of a time that doesn't even exist. You you would think in this world. Yeah, Yeah. You would think none of these people saw the internet or anything. Yeah. So, so now, so I, um, I obviously, you know, Mac Brown was at Texas, so I'd always pull for Texas and this is back right, when they'd play right. A&M and I'd always have a soft spot for A&M because I would think to myself, look, I mean, I'm pulling for Mac Brown and a bunch of five stars. These guys are going to war. Yes. You know, yes. Like these, yes. these guys are going to serve our country. So like, I don't need it. Like, who cares? <laughs> who cares if Texas loses today? You know what I mean? I, I would let it slide. And the fact that that was all a farce, you know what I mean? I'm Dude, blown away. It is just as much of a military school as Furman is. That's, that's the reason why I'm so shocked, you know what I mean? I like to know what the military schools are now, you know? 
Oh, I'm was, blown away. But yeah, I, I, I get it, I guess. I don't know. If it works for those people, it's fine. Um, and, and I mean, it and, was an and, awesome atmosphere. And that's what I was going to say. Ultimately, yeah. if you win the game, it works. Because what yeah. happens is the win happens, and suddenly I find myself in a position where I'm like, I wish I could be celebrating this win to the level you guys are. Because you have drank so much Kool-Aid mm -hmm. that now... It's just like it's it's ecstasy. It's like pure ecstasy for these people. And uh, do you think that they thought when they won that game that you guys might stay? You know what I mean? Just, like they, yeah. they, they got you. They convinced you. Like this. They was the asked week. us when, if we would come back. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. all you got to do is come back twice. Yeah, that's tradition. what they said. Yeah, come back and that's come one back the dancers texted. He's like, make sure you come again. It'll be tradition. We win. Oh my god. <laughs> um. So well, I, I, I guess I guess the question as it pertains to us, Tate, is how do, how do we feel about Buzz Williams at Texas A&M now? I, I honestly, I'm, I, I am shocked. I can't imagine Buzz it, Williams at Texas. I don't even understand it. I thought I, thought, I can't imagine Chris Middleton at Texas A&M. I know. I thought to myself, though, having visited, it makes sense that their football coach is named Jimbo and their basketball coach is named Buzz. Yeah. Like, they're, they're, that felt very weird. If you put that on paper, you're like, our Jimbo and Buzz are like the two most powerful guys on this campus. Yeah. That's a place where Jimbo and Buzz would be. <laughs> What's the name of the dog, by the way? Reveille. Reveille, yeah. Reveille 10. Yeah. Reveille 10. Uh, so. Let's be honest. Reveille, Reveille number sounds 10. like um, a leader. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I don't know. I, I, I've been, I've, I've said on the show many times, I think Buzz Williams has something cooking in Texas a because he just like, it, I don't know, he's been successful everywhere he's gone. And and then he like finds a way to, but he does it like under the radar. So I, I, I've, I don't know, I've always like been kind of thinking Buzz Williams is going to make something happen there. And I kind of still do, but boy, my thoughts are changing like as to what, He's at a football school, yeah. which hurts. Yeah. But at some level, like you said, I expected like, or, I mean, I still expect him to make that leap. It's a very Christian school, right? I mean, that that's what I assume. Yeah. 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 Is it? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Also, that's what I'm also confused about. They don't really, they don't really swear. Yeah, you're right. They, yeah, they there wasn't a lot of or people. Anything. But, but also, they, they if you can't, that's what made a lot of sense for Buzz, Buzz Williams, right? I mean, he's a very godly man. So like, dude, there, I see there was a, working. there was a call that was, what there, there was like a horrible call. I forget when it was, but like the place was going nuts. They were, they were losing their mind mm -hmm. and they start hissing. And I looked at Jim and I was like, this, this isn't even close to like what they should be doing. It, it should be a fuck you ref chant just over and over. Yeah. Like the, the whole place would be nuts just going, fuck I, you. Ref, I think if I was a ref, I'd be way more intimidated and scared of a hiss. Yeah. Oh, all right. Also, I'm just saying if you, for me. If you can't p picture Chris Middleton there, can you picture Johnny Manziel there? Yeah, dude. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, that's that, crazy. That's. <laughs> Johnny Manziel's a two percenter. There's no yeah, way yeah, Johnny yeah, Manziel's yeah, doing yeah, that yeah, garbage. Please. Johnny Manziel can't even follow the real law. There's no way he's following. Exactly. Like, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> made up law. <laughs> I mean, it is weird that the football team is not there for the midnight yell, but that makes, I guess, sense. A former football player told us yeah. that was his least favorite part. Least a dude favorite that tradition. graduated in the '60s. I was like, <laughs> I, I asked him, "What was there a tradition you didn't like?" He's like, "Midnight yell." And I was like, "Wow, everyone seems to like that here. Why don't? What, did you, what didn't you like about it?" He's like, "Well, I was on the football team. They made us go to it." <laughs> He's like, I'd be tired for the game. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm trying to sleep. <laughs> that guy was the man. He, he also told me when I first asked him what tradition he didn't like, he's like, losing. Yeah. That was his other losing. answer. Yeah. Jim, what was, uh, was, have you ever rushed a field before? Storm, storm no, that was again? great. That was fun, huh? Mm -hmm. That was a good time. Did you have the yeah. moment when you're on the field and you're like, 
what do we do now? Because yeah. I feel oh. like every, oh, every yeah. time five seconds field, into it, I'm exactly. like, let's get the hell out of here. When I rushed the court, I was like, this is awesome. What do we what do? We what do, we do? <laughs> Dude, we, 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 were, we were like, we were the on The second the, that video ends, that clip ends, we're, we're like, like let's the, go. We got to get it the hell out of here. Yeah. Dude, they wouldn't let us leave out of like the tunnels that we had gone in from. Yeah, we had the. They wouldn't let anyone leave out of these tunnels. You had to like climb up these stairs and go up into the. Into the cut doors. Yeah. We, uh, that uh, made no sense. We, that we, seemed like a fire hazard. <laughs> we were on the field um, when it all happened. So, like, we were in the middle of the throw. It was like, a great like, video. We, were, we were among the there. first people to rush on there. So, yeah. like, it was that. Like, we rush out. We get to the middle, like, where all the players are and all the cadets. And, like, we're jumping up. And then suddenly, like, you realize, all right, that's about enough. And you turn to, like, leave. And it's just a wave of yes. people coming at Thousands, you. Thousands, yeah. And it was hard and to get And it smelled there. so bad. Yep. So hot. Yeah, you could just that you just feel the the COVID coming out of everyone's floors. I was holding my breath most of that that whole video. Every time we were in there, I was just like, <laughs> I tore something in my knee. By the way, like, I, I've, <laughs> oh I've already God. I tore my meniscus playing beach volleyball, and then uh, I tore something else doing that. Like I, I legitimately can't walk normal now. <laughs> I gotta go to a doctor. We'll go, let's go to the same <laughs> yeah, doctor. I mean, point. seriously, I mean, I, I've torn my meniscus before too. I can give you the exercise. Weren't we going to get you a wheelchair maybe for the upcoming videos? That'd be good. I'm not, I'm like, that's this guy like thinks I'm joking at all time. I legitimately like have structural damage to my knee. <laughs> yeah, and every, like, every time, yeah, he's like, yeah, yeah. yeah save. I also, some dirt on it. Yeah. I'm like, you idiots. I, fuck, yeah, yeah, please, I can't, please believe me. We're going to go to, we're going to go to Austin this week. And like, someone's going to pitch the idea of me like, Riding a bull. Oh, that's a good idea. You guys are going to have idea. a great time in Austin. Because, like I said, that. I mean, Texas fans, I mean, they, they yeah. live for these Texas AM stories. You know what yeah. I mean? Especially. Oh, yeah. they, they really like, like, I mean, they, they, they had a rough weekend, them. though. And then Texas AM won. Yeah, they lost I mean, the it. Was a, it was a Texas AM weekend. I know. Uh, yeah, my Texas fans were pissed. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year automatically with no limit on how much you can earn. How amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing because of all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report limitations apply. Hi there. Sorry for the interruption, but are you enjoying this show on Google Podcasts? You should know that the Google Podcasts app is going away this spring. That's right, going away, gone, as in no longer available. You can still enjoy this show elsewhere, though. Try out Spotify or Amazon Music, or maybe TuneIn is more your style. Whatever app you switch to, be sure to follow so you never miss the next episode. And thanks for listening, wherever you listen. Do you own a rent your home? Sure you do, and I bet it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling policies with Geico. Geico makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home. So go to geico.com, get a quote, and see how much you could save. It is Geico easy. Visit geico.com today. That's geico.com. Badlands, the anthology series from Jake Brennan, creator and host of the award-winning music and true crime podcast, Disgraceland, is back. Badlands Season 2, Sportsland launches on September 22nd with more edge-of-your-seat stories that blend hardcore history, true crime, and transgressive fiction. In Badlands Season 1, Hollywoodland, Jake told you the untold stories of Hollywood royalty. And now with Badlands Season 2, Sportsland, Jake explores wild tales and crimes from some of the most famous athletes in the world. He'll look at the shocking rise and fall of sports legends like Mike Tyson, Oscar Pistorius, and Aaron Hernandez. He'll also uncover some dark tales like the shocking murder of downhill skiing sensation Spider Savage. 
the complicated mythology of outfielder Ty Cobb, and why boxer Sonny Liston's ties to organized crime drew the ire of none other than Attorney General Robert Kennedy. If you love true crime, sports, and Disgraceland, then you're going to love Sportsland. You're about to hear a preview from the Mike Tyson episode of Sportsland. You can listen to Sportsland and the shocking rise and fall of sports legends every Wednesday, everywhere podcasts are available, or binge the whole season now exclusively on Amazon Music. August 1988. Blood was waiting for Mike Tyson when he walked through the front door of Dapper Dan's and stepped out onto 125th Street. The neighborhood had yet to wake up. Blood asked Mike what the fuck he was doing in his hood and why the hell he wouldn't fight him again. Mike answered quickly. He wouldn't meet Blood in the ring, but he'd meet him here, now. Mike popped Blood twice in the head with his fist. The first punch knocked Blood down. Blood got back up. The second punch knocked him down again. Mike didn't wait for him to get up a second time. Mike was running down 125th Street, headed towards his car. Mike got the car started, but before he could drive off, he heard the sound of twisted metal directly outside. It was blood. He'd ripped the rearview mirror from the driver's side and was screaming at Mike. And when he got tired of screaming at Mike, he screamed loud enough for all of Harlem to hear. He screamed a lot of things, but they all boiled down to, Mike Tyson, you're a pussy. And that was it. No one disrespected the heavyweight champ. Mike opened the car door and stepped out. And before Blood had a chance to wind up, Mike had him on the ground again. Mike reached down and grabbed Blood by his hair, pulled his head up, and then sank a deadly right hook directly into his eye. Mike heard Blood's nose crack and he felt his own fist split in two. He was pretty sure he had fractured his hand on the spot. Blood hit the pavement face down. He didn't move. Mike wondered if maybe he'd killed him. Fuck, maybe Blood was dead. Mike didn't want to find out. He jumped back in his car. Within seconds, he was gone. Should we should we talk about another cult, the Donda Academy, or do you want to talk about Amani first? Let's, let's talk about let's talk about Amani first. Okay, maybe. let's do it. Right, that's yeah. that's more relevant, yeah. isn't it? Or maybe not. I don't know. I think Amani's more relevant. All I right. mean, they're both they're both really ridiculous stories, but I think Amani starts this one out because we have a pro day, so we have yeah. numbers for the first time, and all the top. You know, program. explain explain to the people what a pro day is, because I, I, there might be a lot of listeners that are like, hang on a second. This kid was in high school, reclassified yeah. mm-hmm. from high school to the college now has not even is he even enrolled in school yet. Yeah, he, he paid the late fee to, yes. to enroll. Got an email. Um, but he's been in class for two weeks and now he's already having a pro day tape. What, what, what's going on here? Yeah. So all of the the Kentuckys of the world, the Kansases of the world, North Carolina was supposed to have one, but then they canceled Duke has had a pro day. Memphis has had a pro day. So they bring in 30 NBA scouts, personnel, whatever you Mm -hmm. want to call it. All 30 teams are represented. They run the players through what would be the combine drills, basically, essentially. And then they take all the measurables. The NBA teams watch these players for the first time. It's good PR for the college basketball program. Didn't Cal start this? Because I think yes. I think Cal said his his rationale was like I don't want. Th- did he start it in fifteen when they were the the platoon team? I think or so. Or was it maybe before that? Uh, in my he, head, the first one I remember was twenty fifteen. So. Yeah, twenty fifteen, where he's like, we have so many NBA players. I don't want every one of our practices to be full <laughs> of full of NBA scouts. So we're gonna do one big day. Yes. get it out of the way. <laughs> you get a good look at him here, and then please leave us alone the rest of the season. Was his idea, I think. Yeah, and then also yeah. he was like, "Give me headlines throughout yes. the entire season, yes. so I can have it both ways." And then, like you said, every other program, <laughs> classic, classic Cal, where he's like complaining about something. And he's like, "I have so many NBA yeah. guys; it's a headache trying to." So they just keep bothering all me. This. And, and also, here's my number if yeah. you want to reach out to me about Zakari Johnson because he's right here and he's six ten. Um, that's that's basically what the, these camps have turned into. 
But as we know, Penny Hardaway is trying to take the the cow blueprint yeah, yeah, and then yes. take it to the next level. So this is Memphis's version of it. Rasheed Wallace is the one who's working out all these players. So if you watch the video, it's Amani Bates, and then it's Rasheed Wallace setting the screen for him. You know, pointing out where he's. I mean, it's amazing. It's amazing content. Like if you haven't watched the video, it's amazing. But the real the real story is the numbers that came out, and the yeah. real number that jumped out to me was twenty four inches. And that is the vertical of Amani Bates. And, yeah. you know, I'll, I'll give you a reference point. Grayson Allen has the vertical of 40 inches. So Grayson Allen jumps 16 inches higher than Amani Bates. Insane. Disgust. This kid that uh, Amani Bates, who as of a month ago, two months ago, uh, was the best prospect since LeBron James. Yes. When he committed to Michigan State, I had uh, the people we work with here at Fox, multiple people, Multiple bosses of mine, mm. when uh, Amani Bates committed to Michigan State initially, called, texted, whatever, and said, "We need your immediate reaction to this. This is this is this not is huge. this is huge. Mm -hmm. The fact that this kid committed to a an actual school and is not going to go to the G League or whatever, um, this is massive. And and you're a college basketball guy. We need your take. And I was like, I don't follow recruit. I have no idea who this kid. No, yes. I, I knew who I knew who I knew he existed, but I all I knew is the same thing. No one had really seen him play. Yeah. yeah, I knew that. I knew what the rest of America knew that this kid was like the next, the quote unquote next LeBron James, the 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 the, the next next LeBron yes. since Jabari Parker, Andrew Wiggins, uh -huh. Zion Williams. I think we've had at least seven. Uh, Shabazz yeah. Muhammad. Shabazz was. Muhammad yeah. was one. Um, Harrison the, Barnes. Harrison Barnes definitely was one. Yes. Harold Miner. <laughs> Someone, yeah, something like that. <laughs> Your timeline might be off, but that's Baby okay. Jordan. <laughs> That was the next Jordan timeline. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so we, we knew that about Amani Bates, and then he reclassifies, <laughs> and then you look up the recruiting rankings for the year he's in, and suddenly he's in the number five recruit in yes. this class. Then he commits him. We all know the timeline. We've talked about it on the show. But, uh, but this kid who was the next LeBron James Tate has the pro day, and as you said, the, the number that stands out to you is 24-inch vertical. I'm not saying this for effect. Um, I – I I can jump higher than him. <laughs> yes, no, you can. <laughs> Maybe right now with a bum knee. Yeah, like I I have a higher vertical than Amani Bates, which I, is staggering. I, I, I it's absolutely staggering. Hurt right now. I'm like I'm down to try it out. I think I can, <laughs> I think I can try to get 24. <laughs> we have a Titus and Tate pro day where we just do all these things. Um, and and that might not actually be the most shocking. Thing. No, that's one of many shots. That's one of many. Yes. His wingspan. He's he's he stood six foot nine. This is absurd. I don't believe he's six foot nine. I don't believe he's six foot nine either. Six foot nine. His wingspan is six seven and a quarter, which uh, is impossible. Is right? Negative yeah, wing, that's impossible. Negative wingspan. It's it. And not impossible, but I mean, it is. It is shock. It is an a, aberration. A negative wingspan is not impossible. I I have a slightly negative wings. I'm like a half inch okay. negative. Um, but also I'm me. <laughs> no, I mean, I, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not I, I the next LeBron James. I can't think of any wingspans where I've seen the wingspan less than the height. Yes, it's I very mean, rare. Yes. And when it is, it's like a half inch. It's not a full inch. And three quarters, as is the case in the case of Amani Bates. Um, his his this one stood out to me. Someone pointed this out to me on Twitter, and uh, it blew my mind. His hand width is eight and eight and a quarter, is what the the stats say. His hand length is eight and a quarter. And someone asked me, does that mean he just has circle hands? <laughs> if his width it is. Right? Yeah, yeah, no. I mean, th does How does it, that, these does, measurables don't make sense. Who measured this? Are his hands perfect circles? Does he have a perfect, could he, could, if he was to trace his hand, would it be just like a, could he just make a, okay, never mind. But also, Maybe. when, like, when you look at this sheet, what is the number that you want to, what did you want to see? 10. Yeah. You want to see, yes. like, if you see hand size and it's 10, we're talking like Kawhi Leonard, Michael yes. Jordan, these guys, yes. Dominique yes. Wilkins, you're like, that guy's a star. Yes. But when I see eight, I these, immediately go to what we talked about before. I mean, scrub. 
these these numbers are staggering. They they I'm again not for a fact if I, or not for a fact if I was to do all of this stuff when I was at Ohio State, I would have at least like three or four numbers that would pop, yes would be better than Amani Bay. Again, Grayson Allen, sixteen yes. inches higher. So uh, your initial reaction to this, mine certainly was. Oh my God, this kid's a bust. This yes. kid's a scrub. Uh, I can't believe <laughs> yes. Tom Izzo, you know, like they, they, they spent, they've been recruiting him since he was like born and invested all that just to lose him. And if we thought Michigan, remember like yeah. what I was talking about, I was like, is Izzo going to be done? Is Izzo going to look at the, the, at losing Imani Bates and be like, the, the game has passed me by. I'm hanging it up. That's where I thought was going to happen with Imani Bates. Maybe it's the other thing. Maybe it's the other direction where uh, he, he's actually not going to sweat it at all. This kid's going to be a bust. This kid sucks. Et cetera, et cetera, Tate. But we're smarter than that. Yeah. There's something to this because it's it's almost too fishy. The fact that like every single number is bad, there's there's something going on here. How could he be good at basketball if all of these numbers are horrible? What is your theory? My theory is that Amani Bates, one, did not try. Mm. So, you know, and that doesn't obviously account for wingspan and it doesn't account no, it for could. hand like he size. Didn't, he didn't fully, I, he I'm didn't just, fully I'm spread just, his wings. I'm just telling you, there's no world in which that his max effort is 24 inches. Again, the worst, the worst max vertical leap in NBA combine history. Mike Smith, 21 inches. The next one. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> Dakari Johnson, who we just talked about, who Cal was trying to get seen at that pro day. I mean, he's 25 inches. So if Dakari Johnson... Can jump 25 inches. Oh You're telling God. me Amani Bates can't jump higher than that? I mean, my goodness. We both know Dakari Johnson. I mean, he was, you know, not, not a, cinder not blocks for feet is what they would yes. say if you were talking yes. to a coach. You know what yes. I mean? So that's insane. Yeah. So that to me says maybe there's minimal effort there. We've mm-hmm. already discussed he can't go pro this year. So you basically don't try. Yeah. You get the worst scores possible. And then when you do the test again next year, your things go up and everyone's like, look how much he's improved. He's a hard his, worker. His vertical is now 40 inches. Yes. Uh, oh my God. What, what a great program. What a great strategy they have in Memphis. Maybe it's a long con. That's what I'm thinking. Okay. So uh, I'm with, we're on the same page. We're on a similar okay. page. Your, your thought process is he's sandbagging yes. uh, for himself. So who's doing the sandbagging? Amani? I think that Amani doesn't want to do the combine because he's mad. Okay. I'm, I'm jumping into his brain right now. He's saying, okay. I'm upset. I can't go pro next year. So why am I even doing this pro combine? And Coach Penny Hardaway is like, you got to do this, Amani. You got to let them see what's going on. But also, don't do too good. Yeah. Don't let them let, don't let yes. them get the scent. You know what I mean? Don't let them know what's going on. You know, don't let them know that we're going to be a real powerhouse here. Keep them at bay. Okay. So I think it's a sandbagging effort on, ha- on behalf of the Memphis staff. A, okay. I think it was a, a collective decision. I'm, I'm, I'm with you, except for I think that Amani wasn't in on it. I think because here's what I think happened. I think the numbers we got are not real. Yes. Um, I think Amani Bates actually maybe perhaps wild the scouts, we'll say. Mm. But the numbers that they put out, uh, I, I think it's a two pronged thing. Number one, Rob Hornet is the strength and conditioning coach at Memphis for the basketball team. This is a man who I played high school football with. Remember when I, I had that revelation on air when I was just Googling the staff and I was like, I'll be damned. Rob Hornet. I know this guy. I know Rob Hornet. I've I've died I've broken bread with Rob Hornet. Yes, I, I have I have his number. I could call him right now, Tate. <laughs> I know this man. Um, he's he I, he is a an up and comer. So he's like he's he he has been uh, he, he's trying to make a name for him. this is this is the biggest best job he's had is Memphis and and now Memphis it's year one for him. Amani Bates, Jalen Duran are are coming in. Um, I see this as an opportunity for Rob Hornet to do exactly what you said, which is he says the numbers suck. 
Mm. We're going to do another pro day at the end of the season. Monty Bates is going, his, his arms are going to get two and a half inches longer. Yes. He's going to jump higher, all of it. And it's all going to be because of Rob Hornet. And Rob is going to, because we know how strength coaches work. Like he's going to say, I, he put on 25 pounds of muscle and lost 19 pounds of fat. Yes. We're going to get that tweet at some point. Yes. That Amani Bates is killing it in the weight room. And it's all thanks to right. Like we understand how this game works. He's 190 right now. He'll be 220 by December. Right. So uh, that is that is part one of this is mm -hmm. that uh, Rob Hornet is, is in on it. The other part is, as you said, Penny Hardaway uh, knows that Amani Bates next year cannot go to the NBA. So he's kind of has to re-recruit him back to Memphis so he doesn't go to the G League. Mm. It's not an obvious like he he could he could conceivably get two years out of out of uh, uh, Amani. It, I don't know if it's gonna happen, but he the best way it could happen in theory is you sandbag him and you sandbag the numbers. So I think Penny and Rob got together, Hardaway and Hornet, boom, put it together. Uh, they 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 purposely fudge these numbers because otherwise. <laughs> nothing, nothing else makes sense. Nothing else makes sense. So I think it's that. I think Penny. I think Penny sandbagged it on purpose. Ruined his, ruined his stock. Told Imani, you're not, you're not there yet. You're not going to be there at the end of this year. You have to come back for two years. And he's just laying the groundwork. This is the long con, as you said. So we're, we're, we're kind of on a similar track here. Luke Sincher jumps three inches <laughs> higher than Imani Bates. You cannot tell me that's true. Like that cannot be real. Do you have Tom Coverdale's combine numbers? I don't, I but I, I, I'm sure I can that. find it. I mean, I, I just cannot imagine. Him jumping. That's the other part of this is like, has he never done these tests before? So he has no yeah, reference like, point. Like Durant was smart enough to know before the combine. Yeah. Like I can't bench 185, so I'm not going to do it. Exactly. Or did he do it? He couldn't do it. Well, I think he was told not to. Well, he was like, I'm not going to do it. And then he was told he had to do it. Like, you know what I mean? They were like, okay, you, bad you example. Have to try. <laughs> you have to try. Okay, bad example. Uh, I think he wiped you know? that story. For, or Nike wiped that that like video from the internet. I can't find it. Dude, I think there's a video be, of him actually trying to do it. Yeah. He should be... Uh, in an alternate universe, Kevin Durant understands his responsibility as a not strong person. Yeah. And like he becomes like the face of not the the, the, he's the, face, the face of skill. He's like the anti Rosillo part. Like the Rosillo is becoming like the the face of like lifting weights, you know? And and Durant's like, you don't need weightlifting. Like that becomes like his PR move. He's like, yeah. you don't need don't weightlifting. He's a cardio guy. Okay. Yeah. Cardio is more important. Yeah. It's just cardio versus. <laughs> no, it's, it's skill versus force. You know what I mean? LeBron guys or Rosillo guys, they're like, it's all about strength. Yeah. This is how we yeah. do things. Yeah. Like we just pound people out of the way. Yeah. And Durant's like, no, we finesse them and we just. But he kind of a little bit of he, quickness. Why, he should have he should have been more proud of it. Like he should now be proud. He should be like, yeah, I couldn't bench one eighty five. No, I mean he he doesn't like it because he, that's why he didn't like Slim Reaper. He was like, it wasn't the Reaper part; it was the Slim part. Yeah, why wouldn't he like that? I mean, I don't know because you got Baby and Slim. You got a whole. I mean, Slim's a nice yeah. name. Everyone likes Slim. Same thing with Jordan, by the way. Like Jordan could have, you know what Jordan could have done for bald <laughs> men in this country? Like he could have he could have made bald like the coolest thing ever and. He didn't. He just simply. You no, know. I mean, I, I I aspire one day to tell the story of how he lost his hair. It was because of a, a company that he was doing a brand deal with. And it was like a shampooing company and stuff. And that. they were, Yeah, that's how he lost his hair. Seriously, <laughs> it was a brand deal. I want to tell the story like in like an actual. Like a 30 full, for 30. Yeah, like yeah. a documentary. Because <laughs> you're right. It should be that way. Start start with the opening scene of Space Jam where it's a young Michael yeah, Jordan he's shooting around with his the dad background. in the back. He's like, got, one more shot, Dad. Except the young Michael Jordan has this massive fro. <laughs> he has a Dr. J fro. He wants to be Dr. J. I mean, that could be it. But I mean, seriously, oh, you're right. That was that was the movement. And maybe one yeah. day, I think Larry David is the face of Bald America. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, it was. It was like he, it was the I mean it, really it was like George on. Costanza who was Larry David. Yeah. It was this exact right. same character, and then now Larry David is actual larry david so. yeah i think we've all thrown costanza away because we know larry now you know it's like oh we got yeah. to the source 
And then, and then as you got to know Larry better, you're like, yeah, this is, yeah. this is the real. Checks out. And then when you watch that. Seinfeld, it's like even better, you know, cause everything is just, you got to think Larry David do, is with Jerry. Do you, if you watch Seinfeld now, do you, do you picture George as Larry? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of hard not to. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> um, all right. So that, that's the money Bates. We're, we're going to monitor the situation. We know there's more to the story. That's the point. It's the, fixed. The, the mystery is continues. Uh, we're we're going to have to monitor this. Did Duren have great numbers, by the way? I didn't even see Jalen Duren's numbers. Dude, maybe that's part of the conspiracy. Yeah. You put out these bad numbers from Omani Bates. No one's. Dude, so now Jalen Duren, like maybe there's something to this, dude. This there is. is there is. This goes all the way it. to the top. Yeah. This stinks to high hell. Yeah. It really does. We got to get to the I think Omani Bates' team probably hated it too. You know, like the brand team that he has behind the scenes. Because you're not putting that out, dude. Like if, if you're Memphis and you measure that, you're you're just simply like like if you're because as you said like we we had to have known these numbers before the pro day yes so at when, some when level. the pro day comes we just cancel the pro we're like Amani has diarrhea he can't do yeah, it yeah yeah he's not doing he's a pro out. day he's, yeah. and they're like well why can't we like diarrhea keeps us from measuring his wingspan and you're like yeah it does yeah don't, don't ask us out you can't it's, stretch, it's, it can't stretch. <laughs> like all right well all right you know and and you cancel it or. If you do the pro, like you, 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 I don't know. There's, there's, there's a way to get out of it. Tim. There's a way to get out of it. The fact that you, you got these numbers and you put them out. But what is, happens is, when he measures at the NBA combine and has size 10 hands yeah. and, you know, has so, a 40 inch vertical, that's going to be the craziest thing ever. Here's the other question I have for you. Do you, if, if, if we're taking this at face value, are you concerned about his actual game? Cause like maybe it is a Durant situation. Maybe it's a Tyler hero. Remember Tyler hero, yeah. Kentucky's pro day. His, his body fat was what, like 28%? <laughs> I don't remember. He I had, think it was literally like 13 or 15. It was something that you and I were like, wow. That's... He he got his body fat measured at Kentucky's Pro Day that uh -huh. year, and it just said Zion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, what yeah. it said. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Above 15, Zion. <laughs> it just said Zion. And then I, I remember we laughed about it. We're like, this kid is not going to be good. And then, funny enough, they play Zion in the first game at uh, the Champions Classic, and Kentucky's running their entire offense through Tyler Hero. They get absolutely destroyed. And yeah. I was like, this guy is an absolute bust. This, is, this isn't this is going to work. And then he became, is he good now in the NBA? He says he's good. He had the good year last year. I, I, think, he's I think he's one. I think he's like the third best ago. odds to win most improved or something like that. Was he good in 21? No. He wasn't. Like, he had the breakout in, he was good in the in, bubble. He, in the bubble, the, yeah. And that was a year ago, which is crazy. So it was basically a year ago he was really yeah. good. So yeah, he'll get it back. Benefit but, of the doubt. Well, maybe it's that, you know, maybe Imani Bates, like he, he he's if these a, are really his measurables, he's not going to be good. I agree with that. Like if, if he's not going to be, he's not going to be an NBA all-star. No. Like yeah. 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 If that's no really, chance. No, zero chance. Literally, literally yeah. no chance. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you, but he might be good at college. He might, I don't know. Which is crazy. Yeah. I think that's why it's so shocking to people. Cause you assume when someone's the next LeBron, they have some sort of freakish right. trait. He's, that's it, going to the, the next LeBron yeah. part of this is dead on arrival. That's what that's what it is. Is like it, yeah. like you see this and you're right. If these are actually his measurables, he has zero shot of being anywhere close to the next LeBron or next even the next Andrew. Wiggins, can he palm a basketball? Maybe. Yeah, I don't think so. Not with those hands. What if if I told? Can he be the next Andrew Wiggins with these stat, with these measurables? If he's lucky, if he's lucky, I think that's like best case scenario. I was like, if he's actually six nine, I don't think he's six nine. I don't. I don't think these numbers are real, though. So they can't be real. I, I got. I got his vertical jump number. Jalen Durance. Mm -hmm. What is it? Thirty and a half, and that was Amani's. Amani's. Who did the measure? I. I, I think Amani's was twenty four and a half. I remember one time Carolina football, like during the summertime, this is like two thousand seven, two thousand eight. They had a guy run the clock on the forty times. 
Yeah. And like Robert Quinn ran like a four, two and like, you know what I mean? Like these guys, like Bruce Carter ran like a four, three and they were like reporting it. They're like, this guy's running a four, three, like four, four. And I was like, there's just no way that that can be right. And then when they actually went to the NFL combine, like I think Rob ran like a four, six, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> he got clocked like a four, two. That's like when in high school, when your friend is like, Dude, that, that literally, that was me. Like, wait a second. Had, to, yeah. Alfie yeah, inbound and things we like had, that uh, to start the clock. That's, uh, that's what this feels like. Yeah. <laughs> this is not this this can't be right. He can't have a 30 inch vertical. I mean, maybe he does, dude. Like I I don't know. That sounds right to me. He could jump. His approach vertical no, is 37. I, his Amani's was 31. I and watch a half. highlights of him. I mean, he can jump. I, I I feel like he can jump. That's all I'm saying. I feel like Oh, you think it should be higher? I think it should be higher. No, 30 30 is the dead fine. 30 is the dead stop, right? Tim 30, Tebow's is 38 and a half. No, that's the approach. Tim Tebow's not from a dead stop. That, that one's the dead stop. Like you can't yeah, take that's a step. the dead stop. You get, you're like you're just you just squat down and jump straight up, and that's thirty and a half. Which twenty four is still really really bad. For yeah, that. it's horrible for that. But thirty and a half for a big man, that's not bad. That's good. That's good. That's a good number. I think I'm just maybe I'm just Kentucky blinded. You know what I mean? And and Kentucky fudges the, the point, numbers. This is the point. Is all the numbers are fudged. Yeah, that's that, that's what we know. The numbers are fudged. Maybe he's got to figure out. Just how. like trying to be honest out here. They're yeah. like, this is what the we books got. Books are cooked. Dude, I, I, you just reminded me of uh, when I was playing high school football, and we would get Joey X was his name. Joey, uh, he, he's the brown, he's a local legend. <laughs> Joey X. Joey X sounds like a he, uh, bookie. He, <laughs> Joey X. He was like a volunteer assistant football coach. <laughs> <laughs> just imagine the kind of creature this guy was. Uh, he was the hype man slash volunteer coach, and every time we would do like testing, everyone would like fight over. Like we we would do testing as a team like all one day yeah and they're they're like eight eight different coaches are doing the testing and everyone it was always like the, a, a huge fight over who got to be in Joey X's lane because you knew you were gonna run like a like a four one four that's amazing like, I'm trying to get signed I'm trying to get a D one offer I remember in his lane I remember in JV my coach like telling uh, the kid who was like keeping the book of like stats and fouls yeah. and stuff. He's like, put that foul on somebody else. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. I mean, like our star player. It's literally the definition of cooking the books. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? Joey, exactly. Joey X wasn't even doing it on purpose. He was just like incompetent. Like he couldn't hit yeah, the, yeah. he couldn't no, hit the buttons. I mean, like there's always that guy where you're just like, <laughs> and if Rasheed Wiles is doing the one, doing the measuring and running the drills, you know, he probably doesn't care. He's like, yeah, three and a half. <laughs> oh man. Uh, all right. Let's, uh, let's get to the, the real story of probably what this show should have been about, which is uh, Kanye West is subverting to the college basketball uh, uh, dominate the just absolutely is he the number one recruiter in college basketball yes. question. so uh, here's what I know I'm going to say what I know because it's very little and then I'm going to let you take it from there Tate because I feel like you probably know more than I do um, Kanye West has this thing called the Donda Academy yes named after his mother his late mother yes it, that was that was her first name Donda Donda Okay, I, I didn't even know that much. So at least that makes sense. Yeah. I, was, I was gonna ask you name that, of like, his album called... Donda. Oh, okay. name of his like branding arm Donda. Okay. Yeah. Very all right. It's starting to come together for me. <laughs> at least that part of it. Uh, Donda <clears throat> Academy. Uh, it is in where, where are they calling it? Calabasas? Is it? Do, 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 do we have a location? Just southern. There California? is no location yet. Okay. It okay. doesn't. It doesn't exist. It does not exist. Yeah. Uh, and in the last what is it? Two weeks. Four different four slash five star basketball players have basically up and left their their hometowns yes and like joined kanye in a and definitely the school is in simi valley which simi, i mean yeah, yeah, I mean, it's set yeah. to be in simi valley though. set to be yes 
That's the plan. Yes. It's going to be in Simi Valley. Uh, and, and these kids have joined Kanye in what is definitely not a cult and what is definitely not concerning at all. Um, and that's all I know is that like four and five stars are just basically saying like, I don't want to go to college. I don't want to go to the G League. I'm going to go. Or are they going to go to the G League? How does it is Don, what, what is Don, what, what, what is going on? Don, Donda is a, apparently going to be a prep school, which is so. I think to, to peel this all the way back, you and I have talked about um, Amari Bailey. Yes. And talked about Sierra That's Drake's. King. Yes. That, that's the guy whose yes. mom went on a yes. date with Drake. Exactly. Are they still dating? They, no. But no. <laughs> we, we assume that they're still in contact. But Sierra Love Canyon is, is a prep school with, you know, Bronny, had Zaire Wade, had Zaire Williams, you know, had KJ Martin, Kenyon Martin. So, I mean, there's a ton yeah. of Sierra Canyon kids that have come out and gone to the NBA. But that's where Drake is locked in. Drake and Kanye have a beef going on. And I think they this somehow has spiraled into Kanye saying, I'm going to start my own basketball academy where I'm going to have the top players come and play. Because, you know, Drake's all in basketball. He's got like his Mitchell and Ness, you know. Right. He's got right. the OVO stuff, all that. So I think this is Kanye's way to get into that world, into that basketball world. And he apparently has... Five-star 2023 point guard Robert Dillingham, four-star 2022 guard Zion Cruz, four-star forward Jalen Hooks, and 2024 forward uh, Ja'Kai Howard. So he had, these are the players that have already agreed to come play at Donda Academy. And the only one that I care about is Robert Dillingham because Robert Dillingham goes to Combine Academy in North Carolina and plays for Jeff McGinnis, who was the former point guard at North Carolina and, you know, I love Jeff McGinnis. He's a great coach. And he has said, this is, I read an article from March of this year. He has said that Robert Dillingham was going to be his version, he said, of Allen Iverson, right? Like the new age version of Allen Iverson, yeah. a guy that can just get you a bucket. Most people assume that Carolina was going to be a school that he would be going to. And you and I both know this. If Don Academy is involved, he's not going to North Carolina. So he is apparently dropped out of school. Via DM, he got a DM from Kanye that was like, yes or no, decide now. He says yes. He, is, he has left his prep school in North Carolina and is in Los Angeles at a school that as does, just, not as, does not exist. So he, he, there's a chance that he could, use, he could lose eligibility because he obviously is not in school now because he dropped out of school to then go to a school that does not exist. And all this is happening, as I just said, via DM. So Kanye, via, Kanye West right now has his hands on like five kids that he might ruin their their you know potential to play college basketball because they are not going to be enrolled in school until the school starts, and then maybe they get back. But uh, it's a check DM situation. It's a check. DM. This is a DM situation. What the hell? Yeah, DM situation. So. So who, and, and you have to commit oh, apparently, allegedly, you have to commit on the spot via DM. <laughs> so who who is Donda Academy competing against? Uh, Sierra Canyon. Who's so, their coach? But, Lamar Odom. Kanye. Lamar so, but, so these kids could like obviously they're not going to be eligible, but theoretically the idea is like they can go to Donda Academy and then go to college. Yes. Okay, so this isn't a this isn't a college alternative. No, no, no. This is a, this this is is a, a high school. This alternative. is a high school. This is to compete with Sierra Canyon, which is all goes back to Drake. <laughs> is Kanye cool? Like, he must be. If this, these kids are like, I, I was shocked by that. Like yeah. to me, Kanye was my generation of 
cool. Like th- that was when he was cool. Yeah, and yeah. now he, it's like graduation almost, dropped in 2007. I was a freshman in high school. You know what I yeah. mean? So like I told Jim earlier, I was like, if, if I, let's say I had Instagram in 2008 and Kanye West came into my DMS and said, yeah. Hey, I'm starting a prep school. I need you to come here and get good grades and like fucking set the tone in this bitch. Yeah. I would leave my family. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I would up, I would up, I would up and tell yeah. my parents, Kanye West has called upon me. But I apologize. I have to go. But but Kanye was cool in 2007. Yeah, yeah that's what I mean. But so like now, in my mind, Kanye now to these kids is like, I don't know, like Ice Cube would have been to us. Yeah. We're like, dude, I respect what you did, but like you're kind of not like, like if Ice Cube in 2008 is DMing you and like, yeah. hey man, I'm starting Academy, I'd be like, what? <laughs> dude, what? How old are you? Yeah. What, why would I do that? But it seems like Kanye's cool still. Because he I'm acts out like of a the, teenager, you know? Is that what it is? I, th- I think he acts, you know, like he's very emotional. I think he I think he somehow has cachet with these kids. But also, it's like if Mick Jagger reached out to you, you know what I mean? That's true. You're like, I know Mick Jagger's cool. I didn't necessarily have the stones, you know, that, that wasn't my era. But I have a respect and a reverence for it. So I think, and not only that, he's promising Buku cash and you and I, <laughs> you and I are bad guys and like you come in not only are you Kanye with the cachet but then you say I got Buku bags on the other side of that <laughs> yes mom and dad I'll see you later Buku bags I mean what, what's and the one thing stopping a 16 year old the financial security of mom right. and dad Kanye yeah. West has now said I will be yeah. that financial security for you oh my god come to LA especially from nowhere North Carolina like, Dude, you know what the, I mean? the one kid you said Jalen Hooks is from Indy he played. He plays at Crispus Attic, so he doesn't anymore. I guess he dropped out. He played at Oscar Robertson High School, which like didn't even exist when I was in high school. They Oscar Robertson's high school got uh, whatever happened to your high school. They like shut it down. Yeah. Then basically, Crispus Attic's <laughs> was the first all black school to win um, a, a state title. They won. Oscar led them to state title in, in, in Indiana. And like the history behind that school was like people were like, "This is sick, dude." Like, how do we? How does Oscar Robertson not have a high school to go back to? So they like resurrected the high school. And I think they've been good. I think they've like won a state yeah. championship recently. They're, they're a the name school. sounds familiar. I can't remember if there was like a player that went there recently. That yeah, yeah. Crispus oh, uh, Attics was who? Jim, look up who Crispus Attics was. I think he was the guy. He was the uh, uh, the black dude at the Boston massacre that was shot. Yeah, I think uh, maybe that's why. I, know I the think name. that's why they named the school after. Anyway, yeah. um, first person killed in the Boston massacre. Yeah, wow. yeah. So uh, first American killed in the American Revolution. Yeah, that's, that's what it I is. Like, why do I know Boston? that name? Yeah, yeah. Okay. History, my God. That, it's that high school. That's where the kid plays at. And they, like, they've like won state. I think they've won a state championship recently. Maybe more. I don't know. I haven't, I haven't, that's Coach Titus. He, he keeps up with that stuff yeah. more than I do these days. But uh, yeah, he played there. And now he's going. He's turning his back on, on, on no, that I mean, to it, go to, to, well, to Kanye West. It confirms West. our bias because you what? and I have always talked about the North Carolina and Indiana are the best basketball states as far yes. as you know grassroots basketball. Kanye starts an academy, goes straight to Indiana, straight to North Carolina. There we go. uh, That's good news for us. But uh, this honestly could end, uh, you know, as much as like we're kind of, I mean, it could end terribly. Oh, it's, it's, it's going in terribly for these kids. Yeah. Like if, if they, if they end up in the NBA and and, uh, NBA all-stars and all that kind of stuff, it's in spite of this, not because of this. There's no, there's, I don't think there's any two ways about it. The school doesn't even exist, dude. Yeah. There's no one with three brain cells that would be like, this is a great idea. These kids should definitely do this. Why? Well, but then they go to the G League and they'll be good. <laughs> well, I think that's the, the I mean, pitch. Also, Kyle <laughs> uh, Flip Filipowski or whatever, the Duke commit, 2022 yeah. Duke commit. He changed, apparently, all the Donda kids, they changed their avatar to just like black, like uh, what Kanye's is. And he changed, he just, he changed his to 
like the black avatar. Who's that? So do commit. Kyle Crichton. Uh 2022 Dude, do commit. What was the what was the show? Um what, what, what I'm thinking of the reference for the show uh where like everyone got like just the, the eyes went fully black and then you like see someone and then they turn their like, Crossroads eyes. by the Bone Thugs in Harmony that it's the crossroads where he touches, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where he touches <laughs> his head. Yeah. Is it the crossroads? Uh, it's my yeah. uncle Charles, y'all. Yeah. What, 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 how did? What was I Am Legend? How did they become zombies? They just like slowly. It just kind of. You're just bit. But like, was there a transformation where it's like, oh, you have the mark, or you have the? I don't remember. I mean, Zombie Land. It was like you know. I thought one of them had black eyes. I thought someone was like, yeah. like I'm talking to you, and suddenly you turn and cough, and then you turn back, you have black uh, eyes, and I'm like, maybe oh. like 28 days later. I, like, run. I don't know. Never mind. Yeah. Okay. You, would bad, you? Uh, bad I, think bad I think Prometheus <laughs> was the black eyes. Bad reference. Okay. So if he if Kanye told you you can't talk to your family till Thanksgiving, you go. <laughs> what do you mean till Thanksgiving? Like what's Thanksgiving, Kanye? I mean, I, I, like if he hits what? you up in the summer yeah. and he's like, "Come play basketball for me in oh, September. Come to my school." Me? Yeah. There, there's Christmas. Like not even, there's not even a question. Christmas. There's not even a question. What about all four years? <laughs> it's not even a question. It's not even. Your parents a are listening to this. I'm grateful. They know that. Tate, <laughs> but you love Kanye more. They're like tenth grade. You love. You love Kanye more. Definitely agree to that. 16 year old what about what about right idiot? now what about right now if Gunny's like come coach my team all five stars i would do coach it. i would do yeah. it. Yeah, you both would yeah. lead me Dude, here right the, now imagine the content oh my god i mean we'd still you'd still do the show right we'd still, <laughs> yeah, right. We would, they need a coach the show live they need the a staff let's do it <laughs> and our, our our offense would basically be like robert if you don't have the shot shoot it anyway like you shoot so should this be a donda podcast we could, yeah, Donda yeah, Academy, we, yeah, college basketball, the exclusive, the, black the exclusive Donda. College basketball is dead, as <laughs> yeah. you know. Yeah, uh, the future right, is dude. Donda. It's prep school basketball. As if we just cover prep school. <laughs> we, go, we only go to Sierra Canyon and uh, Bishop Sycamore games and Donda games. Over, what is and, overtime elite, by the way? Are we, are we any closer to figuring that out? Is well, that they, a prep school or G They would play Donda Academy. They would play Donda. That's apparently what. Their high school overtime elite? Yeah, I thought they, they were. I thought they, they were like G League. They're in between, but like their high school. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know. It makes no they sense. Flex. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. <laughs> Who, cares? Who cares? NIL pay these kids because they're they're like they're, Coach K knows they're going after sixteen year olds, and sixteen year olds are rash. You know what I mean? You make dumb decisions. Like you're in tenth grade. <laughs> what uh? So what we know about Donda Academy? What Jim and I just told you about Texas A&M, which yeah. is the bigger cult, Donda Academy or Texas A&M? Who would win? Who would win in a basketball game? <laughs> I mean, Kanye, they do have Sunday service. I mean, there there's like a, there's a dress code to that, which also, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, it does. It does. I feel like out. Kanye is more of a cult. Kanye's getting yeah. you. Kanye's clothes, like those outfits he puts out. But, are but like Kanye's paying like the, you to be there. Yeah. Whereas Texas A&M, you pay to be there, yeah, which I, is kind of a mark of a cult as well. Yeah. Kanye has a very, Kanye has a very obvious guy who's at the top of bag one, which is him. Yeah. Texas A&M, it might be the, the dog. dog. It might be like an oil baron. Think about how many people, though, the have been tell. close to Kanye over the years, you know, that are now no longer close. To, you know what I mean? Like you Mike can, Conley is one of them. That's what I'm saying. You can, <laughs> you can immediately, you can go from in to out in a, in a second. So, Dude, like, it's a very tough spot to be in. That, he, he chewed Mike up and spit him out. I, I watched it with my, not really, I don't know what happened. But, like, I, I last time I saw Mike, I was like, whatever happened with you and Kanye? Because I've told you that story. Yeah, I've said yeah. that story on He's going to wear before. Yeezys. Yeah. Play basketball on Yeezys. Like, Mike Mike randomly gets a DM or a text or whatever. And it was just from Kanye. So tell like, me right now. I want to wear Yeezys. Yeah. He's like, I want to hang. And Mike's yeah. like, all right, what is what the hell? And he came out to LA and, like, home and kind. And, and, and he's tell, he was telling all this at Greg's wedding. He was just like, <laughs> dude, the weirdest shit is happening to me. Like, Kanye wants to be friends. And I don't know what the, we're all like, what? what 
what the hell? What's going on? You know? Yeah. He goes to his house. Like Kanye's like making a song and Mike's in the studio. And Brian, I don't know if you met my buddy, yeah, Brian, yeah, yeah, the, the, yeah. the big dumb meathead. Um, he was with him. And Mike's got his guys that like, I know all, the, I don't know. And they're, they're all just like telling me the story. And I'm like, this is insane. You guys go to dinner with Kanye. You go watch him like record it. Yeah. And Mike's like, yeah, I think like, I don't know what he wants from me. He had, I, I guess he, he likes my fashion or something. I don't know. He, he said he wanted basketball knowledge. Right. Mm -hmm. So the last time I saw Mike, I was like, what's the, what's the deal with Kanye? Like whatever happened with all that? And he's like, I don't know, man. You just kind of stopped talking to me. Yeah. <laughs> right. As happened. he was about to tell you, you got thrown out of the suite. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's what it was. <laughs> what if they were clearing the, what if, what if that's why we got thrown out of the suite is they thought uh, Kanye was coming and it was us instead. Yeah. <laughs> I don't so, know. I don't know how this ends. Anyway, I don't know how this yeah. ends. I really don't. I, I when I think about Kanye and like basketball, him being at UCLA because there's a chance that Drake is at UCLA all next year with Amari Bailey. I want to get Kanye's doing his prep school. All these kids are going to go to UCLA, I and, assume, or at least they think they're going to go to UCLA. And you know what's hilarious about that is that Mick Cronin is in the heart of all of this. Yeah, he's that in the like, middle. Mick Cronin went from <laughs> he like is. a guy who's going to be on both to albums. Concert. He's going to be he featured in songs. It's gonna be like the hype man. We're gonna we're gonna hear a, a Mick Cronin a Mick Cronin yeah. voicemail is gonna be. He's gonna drop an album himself. Mick Cronin. Mick Cronin's voicemail is one of He's, the intros. Kanye to is definitely gonna <laughs> make a line that calls someone a goofy and then says something about Mick and Mickey yeah. Mouse. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and like yeah. being the head honcho, and we're gonna be like, is that a Mick Cronin reference? <laughs> Mick Cronin went from like trying to beat Chris Mack in, in yeah, the one it, game a year that matters to Cincinnati fans. Yeah. And, and coaching in the American against Tulane and East Carolina. To literally, yeah. he to might have wearing like Balenciaga shoes by next season. <laughs> no, he's, that was, he's in LA, sponsored by Jordan, recruiting, <laughs> recruiting Drake's son-in-law. Yeah, literally. 100%. <laughs> and guys from Kanye's Academy. And our first five-star commit. It's only five stars. <laughs> God damn. Uh, let's wrap this up. Let's get out of here. Uh, I got one shout out, and it's to J.R. Smith. J.R. Smith is mm. uh, playing golf for North Carolina AT. Had his first match, played at Alamance Country Club, where I used to play in high school. Shout How out to 81. 81. 81. Really? Yeah. That's pretty good. That's what I said. That's probably not good enough to like come close to winning. But No, but I mean, you're like the four or five seed. You should 81. Yeah. yeah. That's what you want to be. You want to be like four or five or six. Yeah. which is not a lot of pressure. And then sometimes you shoot like 73, 74, you know, yeah. somewhere in that range. And people are like, man, that's, that's what's yeah. up. You know, we needed that. Dude, that's because you only keep four scores. You know, it's not hard. Four scores, six guys, four scores. So like, you gotta, like if you're the four five, six, you know, you're basically playing for one score. Yeah. And then like, if you screw up and you're the four seed, you're like, I thought y'all had my back. And if you're the six seed and the four and five screw up, you're like, that was y'all's job. I didn't know you only played four. You only keep uh, score, four scores. At least that's how it works. It used to work. I don't know how it just works. Just hearing now. you say four scores makes me think of Norm's bit about uh, <laughs> Abraham Lincoln writing that. Yeah. Four score and seven years yeah, ago. He's like, he really thought that was going to catch on, and it never did. Yeah. No, seriously. <laughs> everyone's going to be saying that. Everyone's going to be saying score. Yeah. No one yeah. else has ever said it. Didn't hold on. Uh, that's a good shout out. Good shout out. I, I, yeah. I think most people assume that when he got on the team, it was like a publicity deal or like he wasn't actually that good. No, he's in North that's Carolina. Great. That's awesome. He's in school. That's he's awesome. playing golf. He just, I mean, he looks like normal college golfer. That's he's awesome. going to be on the tour. Dude, he's going to. He, he, do you think Tiger Backwoods? <laughs> That's a good one. That's it. Thank you. One. That's a good one. I like that one. Uh, do you think uh, uh, if you were golf, like if, well, these other kids got to be intimidated, right? Absolutely. Like if, if you step up to the first team, it's J.R. Smith you're paired with. 
I, I and he was, unties your shoe as you're yeah, about yeah. to. <laughs> as I, you're about when to. I was in high school, the kid, so I was the one seed, but at my, you know, high school. So like, it didn't matter. But the one seed at Burlington Williams, which is where they're playing, he was going to play golf at Carolina. He'd already committed in ninth yeah. grade. So my job and my matches was to hype him up. You know what I mean? Because I wanted North Carolina yeah. to be great. I wanted him to be the next Davis of the third. So I'm like, his name is Robert <laughs> Register. I'm like, you know, that's cash money. Every single, like he's making putts. I'm like fist pounding. <laughs> Yeah, people watch it like Why do you Robert care? Register. Yeah, oh, right, cash man. money. Yeah. That's what I mean. Exactly. Should have been. <laughs> you could uh, Ching. register goes to yeah, Ching. So yeah. You you could. Are, are there fans at these matches? No, but I I was saying I was you, hyping you him the, up because yeah. it was like a North. He was a North Carolina commit. I knew oh, yeah, I sure. wasn't going to play college golf, but I feel like there's got to be kids in groups with J.R. Smith. They're like pulling they're for like, him. That's sick. In fact, I saw one of his chips and it's like a pretty good shot. And there's like three guys in the group like, hey, great shot, hey J.R., great shot. Great yeah. job. You know what I mean? It's yeah. Fun time. I would, if I was JR, I would, I would use, uh, I would use like the Coach K move of like using my Rolodex yeah. to my benefit. Of Except course. I would, I would like tell the kids, like, if you let me win, I'll bring you to a party with LeBron yeah. or something. Yeah. And they would believe it. And then they, uh, you know, and then I'd be just, on the ninth hole yeah. and like Andre Iguodala just texting me. Yeah. You know, they're like, yeah. damn, that's yeah. sick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't beat this guy. He's talking <laughs> to Iguodala. <laughs> no, they're rattled. <laughs> Uh, that's a good shout out. Uh, I want to shout out Mike Conley. Speaking of uh, yeah. speaking of the devil, it's his birthday today. He's 34 years old. So there you go. Happy birthday, Mike. Um, hope you enjoy the uh, Ohio State football suites. <laughs> I hope, uh, hope yeah, you sure. Have a great time. Have a great time. It, is it surprising that he uh, he went back to Utah? Do you? We never really talked about that, did you? I mean, like, it's kind of because it, we, we thought he was going yeah. to the Lakers. Like, we, well, I, he was going to the Lakers until Russ decided he was going to the Lakers. That's what it was. And yeah. that has been. Uh, have you watched? Have you seen any of this? No. It's a disaster. I love it. Like a good disaster? No, or like a terrible. Yeah, no. It's exactly what you thought it would be like, or what we but thought. But so bad, it's good. Uh, who, who he, is, he, I, think, I think Russ has had fun. 25 turnovers in two games. I'm <laughs> oh, not even awesome. kidding. Who's the, Donda, <laughs> who's the Donda Academy of the NBA? Is it the Lakers or the Nets? Ooh. I think it's the Lakers. I think it's the Lakers. <laughs> Kyrie, what's the what's the latest with Kyrie? Like he, he can practice, but he can't play at home games. Kyrie now? Yeah, confirmed by Steve Nash will miss all of the home games. So the the Nets, if you're the Nets, and you're a now, lot of away games because other other cities yeah. too. But if you're the Nets, you're now incentivized to get the eight seed in the playoffs, so you don't have home court advantage because road games will actually be an advantage for you because yeah. you'll have Kyrie Irving available. So the net the Nets are going to sandbag to get. That's my prediction. The Nets are going to sandbag. I would, I would bet you that Kyrie Irving is either vaccinated or off the nets by December. All right. Isn't well, he vaccinated now? Didn't you already say that? That's my theory. My yeah, theory that is your theory. The, the night before the first game, he's like, I was always vaccinated. I just wanted to get you guys thinking. And that's what he's going to say. Yeah. And then he's going to start a conversation. Yeah, he's trying to start a conversation. Steve Nash's <laughs> yeah. face as he was answering the question. <laughs> I, I was like, I was like, this poor guy. I mean, like, what can you say? You're just like, yeah, the guy's going to miss half of our games. So I don't no, know. I, so, I, he, he's going to be there opening night. That's didn't my he miss theory. half their he's, games last year anyway? That's, that's yeah. what a lot of people were saying in the comments. <laughs> Whatever. It's like, yeah, we're used to this. Dude, I think <laughs> they're going to they're gonna purposely try to not get home court advantage so they can have Kyrie. Think that's about this. If the Lakers make, if the NBA, how they want things to work out, happens if it's lakers versus the nets yeah. Kyrie irving cannot play in the series yeah he cannot true. play in la or new york that's true so he literally what if he gets like vaccinated he'll just get vaccinated before that no he won't i don't i don't know but think about that <laughs> the nba finals literally one of the three best players in the nets won't be able to play oh my god or does he so get stupid. the players to strike if they don't play somewhere else i think mm -hmm. kevin's out i think i think kevin's uh, you know out on Kyrie. yeah during, yeah yeah I think James Harden has been out because James Harden, like we talked about, James Harden was the Kyrie insurance. 
Yeah, you he know? doesn't need like Kyrie. He, though, you already he's had, like playing he, the same position exactly, anyway. He doesn't care. They have each yeah. other. Yeah. And Kyrie yeah. actually can get you a piece that helps that team, which is a big man. In yeah, theory. but nobody wants to deal with that. Exactly. Oh, man. Ben Simmons for Kyrie is like the trade that does make the most sense for could all parties. Could he play in Philly? Ball. I think Kyrie actually could play in Philly because they would actually get behind him. They would no, be I'm saying, no, I mean, I mean, I mean legally. Like the, the vaccine part Oh, he of can play all. in Philly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's nice. He can play in Philly. Joel Embiid and Kyrie is hilarious. Like you talk love, about like trolling I, dude, the media. The the uh, this is the the uh, podcast. You know like the the college basketball football coaching search move where you're 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 plane tracking you're tracking the planes yeah, to figure yeah. out like is Brad Stevens going to IU? Yeah, like, there's a plane coming from Boston and whatever. Uh, that is now like searching up local vaccine mandates of like where Kyrie can go. <laughs> where can Kyrie play? <laughs> They're like Texas is not Texas is on the board. If yeah. you go and play yeah, anywhere, do you Texas, think his agents are like all yeah. over this? Yeah. They like no. They got like uh, there's a they got a they got a map with like push pins in each place, like with all the mandates of each place. Of like, did Wiggins get the shot? Yeah. Oh, he got it. Yeah. Yeah. Begrudging because he's not good enough to get away with that. Yeah. Kyrie thinks he's good enough to you know. Call this. Kyrie. Like, Kyrie might be good enough to get away with it until he's not. Yeah. You know, yeah. until December. Mm-hmm. Um, any other shout outs? Is that it? Shout out to Ben Simmons quickly. Ben Simmons is going to report to Philly. Oh, uh, oh <laughs> I, th- I thought you were shouting out Ben Simmons. I saw Bill posted the video of his son with the sweet <laughs> flag football catch. <laughs> oh, he scored a touchdown? Yeah. He nice. a flag football Oh, nice. nice. Yeah, yeah, the Dion into the ben, end zone. Ben, uh, ben Simmons is going to Philly? Yeah, he asked to report. He's, gonna, he's, he's gonna going to report. Sources, sources have confirmed he's going he to report. How hilarious is that going to be? Dude. Are you kidding me? Like, I don't even the, the problem with the NBA is that you don't even care about the basketball, right? Like, and I love always, basketball yeah. because these guys, it's, it's all just the it's drama. just the drama. What do you yeah. think he says when he goes in there? He's like, sorry, mate. What? <laughs> Everyone's like, he Australian? He, he's Australian. Australian. Yeah. Like, Australian. I was just so stunned by your, <laughs> your attempt at an Australian. Good day, mate. Yeah, I, I think <laughs> it's going to be hilarious. Uh, we might get a fight. I want to shout out Ooh. real quickly uh, Jim Beheim, who who told Jeff Goodman recently that he's like kind of never retiring. He said he's not; it's not even on yeah. his radar. Um, so I I I'm starting to do the math of can can Jim Beheim catch Coach K? Uh-huh. The answer is probably not. But Jim Beheim's going to die trying, right? Like yeah. he's not. That, that's the move for Beheim. I mean, like, get wins or die trying yeah. is literally a great philosophy. Do you it's think what I thought <laughs> Coach K would do? Uh, uh, off court stuff aside, just wins and losses. Do you think there is a scenario where Jim Beheim could ever be fired from Syracuse for not winning enough games? Scandal. It's got to be scandal, it's, right? It's only thing. like if Syracuse wins five games a year for like the next five Doesn't years, matter. he's not getting fired. Getting a statue. Yeah. Yeah. The only thing that it's only scandal. So he can just ride this out. As In fact, long he's as already he, survived one scandal. He's already survived yeah. one, but yeah. I don't know. They took his wins away, though. That was the other thing. If he had those wins, that they oh, took I thought you were talking about the oh well, the, I, I was because I was scandals. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, the I mean the the car accident wasn't his fault, you know. So no, I'm talking about. Well, I'm <laughs> I thought talking you were talking about, about that. God. How many are there? <laughs> well, no, I mean, like he, I, I don't know. Never mind. It's safe to say he'll be fine. He, he can coach as long as he wants there. Yeah, it seems. All right, all right. Can he pass Coach K? I don't know, but he's gonna he's gonna try. That's what's gonna be fun. Yeah, I thought I thought this might be his last year because his his sons are all there. What do we know about Coach K? Still not official yet. Is Coach K? This is Coach K is gonna come out of retirement, is he? Logan Roy Roy is going to continue. Jay Leno. I mean, yeah, over Conan. He is Coach K. Yeah, Logan. What if Coach K went to Army? Coming back from dead, goes to Army. Coach K is watching Jim Beheim catch him, and he comes out of retirement. Yeah, at eighty. 
Or he goes to he goes to Texas A and M, which they is changed like Army. the PK exactly to the coach. Or he goes to Donda. He goes to the Donda Academy. Wow. <laughs> uh, all right, let's get out of here. Is that it? That's it. That's it. Shout out to your uh, Los Angeles Chargers as well. I oh yeah, honest. and you Texas guys, A&M. Uh, you guys screwed my beloved Cleveland Browns out of a, a pass interference call. It was bullshit, and you know it. But um, anyway, I thought I was pretty impressed with the Browns. By the way, yeah. I left that game thinking to myself that the Browns are going to be in contention. Right? They have a real chance to win the AFC. Yeah. They have a run game. It's hard to stop the run. All right. All right. <laughs> all right. That's the show. Uh, we will see you guys Friday. Uh, we're going to Austin. Any, any thoughts for Austin, Jim? Any, any preemptive things you want to say about Austin? Any, uh, uh, I can't wait. Tell, tell can't your wait. Aggie you darn too. Yeah. yeah we're, yeah. uh, shout outs to the Aggies though. Yeah. Shout out to the Aggies. Shout out yeah. to everyone. In we the talked a bunch of crap today. We but did. We really did. Your love campus it. We had a great time. Ugly we're sorry. As hell. It looks like a Russian <laughs> prison. Um, your people are it was very cult like, but I, I honest to God, we love you. Had the time of my life, and uh, that was the best football game I've ever been to, and the best atmosphere I've ever seen, and uh, it was awesome. And yep. so, thank you. If the 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 ends justify the means, Tate. If that's what it takes to deliver that experience I had, then keep on keeping on. Yeah, and I'll be back some someday, and uh, we'll do it all over again. Yeah, so, if you go back, yeah. it's tradition. I know. Then I'm really stuck. If I re- if I really do go back, like I'm I'm there's a problem. You're never leaving. I'm never that's, leaving. Yeah. yeah that's that's All right, that's it. See you guys. Badlands, the anthology series from Jake Brennan, creator and host of the award-winning music and true crime podcast Disgraceland, is back. Badlands Season 2, Sportsland launches on September 22nd with more edge-of-your-seat stories that blend hardcore history, true crime, and transgressive fiction. In Badlands Season 1, Hollywoodland, Jake told you the untold stories of Hollywood royalty. And now with Badlands Season 2, Sportsland, Jake explores wild tales and crimes from some of the most famous athletes in the world. He'll look at the shocking rise and fall of sports legends like Mike Tyson, Oscar Pistorius, and Aaron Hernandez. He'll also uncover some dark tales like the shocking murder of downhill skiing sensation Spider Savage, the complicated mythology of outfielder Ty Cobb, and why boxer Sonny Liston's ties to organized crime drew the ire of none other than Attorney General Robert Kennedy. If you love true crime, sports, and Disgraceland, then you're going to love Sportsland. You're about to hear a preview from the Mike Tyson episode of Sportsland. You can listen to Sportsland and the shocking rise and fall of sports legends every Wednesday, everywhere podcasts are available, or binge the whole season now exclusively on Amazon Music. August 1988. Blood was waiting for Mike Tyson when he walked through the front door of Dapper Dan's and stepped out onto 125th Street. The neighborhood had yet to wake up. Blood asked Mike what the fuck he was doing in his hood and why the hell he wouldn't fight him again. Mike answered quickly. He wouldn't meet Blood in the ring, but he'd meet him here, now. Mike popped Blood twice in the head with his fist. The first punch knocked Blood down. Blood got back up. The second punch knocked him down again. Mike didn't wait for him to get up a second time. Mike was running down 125th Street, headed towards his car. Mike got the car started, but before he could drive off, he heard the sound of twisted metal directly outside. It was blood. He'd ripped the rearview mirror from the driver's side and was screaming at Mike. And when he got tired of screaming at Mike, he screamed loud enough for all of Harlem to hear. He screamed a lot of things, but they all boiled down to, Mike Tyson, you're a pussy. And that was it. No one disrespected the heavyweight champ. Mike opened the car door and stepped out. And before Blood had a chance to wind up, Mike had him on the ground again. Mike reached down and grabbed Blood by his hair, pulled his head up, and then sank a deadly right hook directly into his eye. Mike heard Blood's nose crack and he felt his own fist split in two. 
he was pretty sure he had fractured his hand on the spot. Blood hit the pavement face down. He didn't move. Mike wondered if maybe he'd killed him. Fuck. Maybe Blood was dead. Mike didn't want to find out. He jumped back in his car. Within seconds, he was gone. 